0: Hello everyone, my name is Angelica Waters, and I just wanted to take the time to reintroduce myself and explain the reason and purpose behind my podcast, Heal. This podcast will be dedicated to that person that is ready to accept their hurt, their pain, their illness, or mental health issue, and turn that process of exception into a healing triumph as a young black woman living in a world with so much pressure. I dealt with trauma that hindered my growth process until I came into the power of acceptance and I called that my starting point to heal. Once I embarked in my journey of healing, I was able to reconnect with my true self, now stronger and wiser. I am ready to share my journey and allow others to share their healing journey by allowing my podcast to be a safe place. Healing is a journey and you shouldn't have to heal alone. If you are ready to take your life back, this podcast is just for you. Now let's heal. hello family peace and blessings and welcome back to another episode of heal with angelica waters podcast where we discuss all things healing and on today's episode i have a special guest here today my brother brother winfer x and we will be discussing his journey from prison to now finding self and finding god brother winfer how are you today
1: Oh man, I feel wonderful, sister. Thank you. Thank you for that, uh, that introduction. Uh, before I get started, I would like to just open up. Yes. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, I brought witness that there is no God but Allah, Muhammad is his messenger and exalted Christ. And I further brought witness that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is the extension of the Son of Man. And I am a student of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, which is the highest title that I could receive in being a student and finding that So. Um I'm thankful for that, definitely.
0: Yes, yes. Praise be to a brother. Allah. Praise be to the Um so before we dive in and get more, you know, into your journey of healing, brother. Do you mind letting the audience know just a little bit more about you, who you are, and yes. what was your initial start to your healing journey from darkness y- to light?
1: Yes, ma'am, of course. Uh, well, my name is Brother Winfred X. Um, again, I'm, I'm a student of the Minister Farrakhan. Uh, I'm personal security of Brother Ben X. Everybody knows Brother Ben. Uh, I'm an author. You know, uh, I'm a motivational speaker as well. And um, all of this came about, these different hats came about just through my personal experiences, testimonies. Um, pretty much a lot of people already know my story, but for those who don't, you know, uh, I, I experienced going to uh, a federal penitentiary for 15 years at the age of 19. So, I mean, that that's when the journey began. You know that's when the journey began not really knowing what to expect um going into a situation like that at 19 years old and you know it was it was a it was a journey you know mm-hmm. but that's that's when that's when really you say the healing when did the healing start the healing i would say it, it was two it was two different processes of healing mm-hmm. uh for one um I, and let me say this, I'm very spiritual, you know, I'm very, I am very I see things beyond, you know, and I try to look at the sign of it and see the symbolism of it and try to figure out what does that mean to me? You know, what does that mean in my life? Um, and the first healing was getting incarcerated because my mind was shaped in iniquity being in the street. Mm. So the first healing is being able to stop that process. And the way that that came about was me getting incarcerated. So a lot of times we look at things and we say, damn, on the surface, it may look bad. But when you look at it and you go through it, God was already putting it together for you to be a mercy, Mm. you know, but we don't see that in the beginning. So, but that was the first healing, you know. Uh, and, And of course, the second healing was being in there and years and years going by and once I came into the life-giving teachings of the most honorable Lodge Muhammad, that's when it really uh that's when the healing the second healing process started and that's the one I've been on ever since.
0: Wow, wow, that's amazing. Um you had explained that I mean, even though it didn't it don't to uh, to people, it may mm-hmm. not sound like healing as far as you going to jail. Right. Prison. Right. But that was a start of that was the start of a new journey for you, getting out of that. Absolutely. And God had to place you in that circumstance in order to bring you close to him. Right, exactly. So yeah. So that's, for sure. that's that's what I felt when you said that. Like Right. right. may not may not have been what you, you know, wanted. But that's what was
1: needed. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. yeah. So you, see, you you on point. <laughs> Come on. <now. laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. I yes. mean, that's, that's exactly what it was. And it's crazy how, don't you know, It's, it's listen, that's why I say that your, your job, what you do, uh, your passion, your purpose is important. Because just think about the many of people who have been in identical situations as mine and never really get the understanding of what and why they're going through that. You see, we have so many out here that go through it and never get an opportunity to slow down and see the signs that need to be seen. We know that only Allah can give you that, but Allah put you in positions and he put you in situations to see certain things and I'm thankful, you know, I... Just by reflecting on my situation, I'm very, very, very thankful that um, I had an opportunity to um, see a world like that, that was hidden. That's a hidden world. You know, that's a hidden world that um, I had to learn about the Atlantic slave trade in federal penitentiary. But I learned about the Julie Holocaust. I learned about that in the fourth grade.
0: Right. <laughs> Me started, too. <laughs> right. That's a
1: that's a curriculum that is obligated for us to learn. We're learning about other people but ourselves.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I never knew nothing about an Atlantic slave trade until I went to prison. So really going to prison at nineteen years old, I, I literally grew up there. You know, I I had to, you know, all of my twenties and half of my thirties. Or being in an institution being in a place um, where by design it's designed for you to become worse mm. but just like Allah says in the Quran Satan plans but Allah says he's the best of planners so we know that and we see that well I know it because I experienced that yeah. in that sense, so um, there was nothing more powerful than those teachings that I found in that. So that's that was the real healing. Like that was the healing, and and uh, healing is not something that just happened one time. Healing is is years. It's a healing is a journey within itself.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know. Exactly. so mm-hmm. For sure. Yes. So um while you was incarcerated, um, mm-hmm. did you discover the teachings while you were in prison or did you discover this after?
1: Oh, uh, um, yeah, I discovered the uh, teachings in prison, you know, okay. Uh because when I first um when I first went to prison, I still was, of course, mine was still shaped in the streets, shaped in iniquity. So. I was affiliated with a blood gang. I had crib friends, too. I came from a crib neighborhood, but, you know, where I went to school and stuff like that, it was bloods, and I was affiliated with a lot of them, and those were my guys. Mm-hmm. So um, going to prison, that's what I carried in there. I carried that affiliation with, you know, with a blood gang. And, uh, you know, just doing, just trying to find myself, not knowing myself. This journey just beginning at nineteen years old. So having to, to go to prison at that young age, I learned as well that prison is very political. It's politics. Mm-hmm. Meaning that um, you cannot, you know, you when you, you know when you when you come to prison, you can't just say I roll solo or I'm by myself or you gotta choose something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, um and you got some people that come in that that you know, well, I don't, you know, I don't want to be this, I'm, you know, then people start recruiting, whatever. And I just was fortunate enough where I I knew some people and some people knew my family and a couple of partners and stuff like that. And you know, I was able to, I was cool with the bloods. You know, I was, I was, you know, real cool with that. But at the same time, it was like coming from the streets, you know, prison, you know, and, and we're carrying over street ways and my cellmate was a five percenter. He was a five percenter. So I think this was the first initial time that God started working and the journey started. And I didn't even know it because my first cellmate, my first cellmate, was a 5% out of Brooklyn, New York. He was an old head, older guy. And that was the first time that I was introduced to a message to the black man. Even though I didn't know what it was, I didn't know what it was. Um, he made me read it. Uh, I read it three times. And the very first time that I read it, um, after I read it, I put it back on his bed and I came back in the room and the book was on my bed again. And he told me to read it again, right? Mm -hmm. And so I read it for a second time. And then, um, you know, it took me a... First time I read it, it took me probably five days. Second time I read it, it took me like four days. And um, I put the book on his bed again. And I I, I went out the room and I came back and I seen the the book on my bed again. So I'm like, man, this dude playing games. (laughs) I'm trying to figure it out. And uh, he told me to read it one more time, so I did. And uh, after I read it, he said, I wanted you to read it three times so you can read it the first time for knowledge. And the second time you read it for wisdom. And the third time you read it for understanding. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time that I was introduced to a language. I had never heard that before. Yeah. You know, just hearing like, wow, what do you mean? Read this three times. You know, and as we know that trials come in three, and and when you know about supreme numbers and supreme wisdom, see, I didn't know none of that, so I'm I'm like wow, but it was intriguing of what he said. But keep in mind, I'm just coming from the street, so my mind is still heavily saturated in the reflection of what I, what I was surrounded by. So that's when the journey begins. That's when you start you you start being able to contemplate, you're starting to, you're starting to really reflect. You st- you got so much time. You're seeing other people that are in your same situation and you see these guys being studious. You see guys studying, you see, you know, but still, you still, you got your hoodlums, you still got your game bangers, you still got all that going on, but, but your world slows down, you mm-hmm. know, your world slow down because I mean, it's not like you are around family and friends. It's not like you being able to go places and enjoy yourself you're you're literally confined you know so your world shrinks down um and it's literally life and death yeah so the consciousness and the awareness of your environment it has to increase and the reality of God in you will increase that because now you knowing okay I'm in an environment where it's it's, it's, it's life and death. So now you can become more aware. Oh, uh, and that's and that's what happened. You know that's mm-hmm. that's that's what happened. And and I didn't really get on to the teachings yet because um, I became a Sunni Muslim. Uh, I don't know. I don't like really putting certain titles on. Muslim because there's only one Muslim. Mm -hmm. But just to give it clarity. uh, Orthodox Islam. um, Those who follow the Prophet Muhammad. Peace be upon him. uh, I was a Sunni Muslim. uh, For seven years. And uh, I called the Adan. I made my prayers in Arabic. I learned how to make Salat. uh, I participated in Ramadan's in prison. And again. Like I said. I, I studied the Quran, I learned how to read it and I was doing these things and and um, for seven years, but I would always see brothers that was in the Nation of Islam and certain, certain uh, perceptions were that the Nation of Islam were not real Muslims. Mm. Okay, so I mean, I really didn't even really Know enough of, of of that 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 movement to really put my own on it. So it was it was it was it was kind of crazy in the beginning. But I'm always a studious person, so I always read the Quran. But when I would observe the brothers that was in the nation of Islam, they never showed me where they what they were not Muslims. I couldn't find anything. In the Quran, I mean, we all human. We all have, yeah. but I'm saying the way that they were uh, reflecting the things that they were learning. That's what I was intrigued about. And um, I remember one day, uh, me and a brother, we worked in the kitchen together, and he was in the Nation of Islam, and uh, we we always you know talk or whatever. And he asked me a question. He said. He said, how, how do you think human beings are brought to the earth? And I said, well, Allah is the greatest. And I said, Allah, this is what I told him. Mm-hmm. I said, Allah scooped up all the different soils of the earth and created the human. Mm. And he looked at me and he said, no, sir. And I said, brother, what you mean? And he said, I said, so you saying that Allah can't do that? He said... Oh, Allah can do all things. He said, but the reality of Allah is the original man produced every other people that you see. And that was that was that was intriguing to hear that. Yeah. So he gave me study guide number 19, uh, which we have in our study guides in our lessons. And he told me to take this back with me in my dorm, and I did. And I read over it. And when it started breaking down the science of the of the of the human being, mm-hmm. the mind and the brain is totally different. Yes. You know, the brain is an organ which is finite, but the mind is infinite. Mm. The mind is far greater. When it started breaking down the difference between the brain and the mind, I knew that that's what I was missing. I said, this is the reality, because now I'm able to. Understand it. I'm able to vision. I'm 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 going in the depth, and I was like, yeah, this is this is this this makes more sense. And when I took it back to him the next day, he introduced me. He said, I want to take you and go look at a, a, a DVD. And I said, of course. And my first ever DVD was the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, The Origin of Blackness, and. When I was introduced to that lecture, to watch it on DVD, The Origin of Blackness, uh, I started to cry when I started watching it because everything that he said, I literally felt it. Mm. And it was like a release. And it was an intelligence in myself saying, this is what you've been looking for. This is it. Yes. And I started crying and the brothers that was in there, those are part of the nation, They just gave me some tissue and it was like, welcome home. And from that point on, I went back to the email of the uh, Sunni community that I was a part of. And I told him, I said, I'm going to study with the nation. I said, man, I'm going to study with the nation. I said, because that's the reality of God to me. That makes way more sense than just leaving my mind in limbo as Allah just being a spirit. I said, exactly. no, I, I can't see a spirit. You know, I can't I can't get the understanding when there's a gap that no, that that those teachings that I started hearing from the minister, and then it made me go back to the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. And then when I went back there, it was I was, man, I was I was on that road. And and I've been on that same road ever since.
0: Oh, wow.
1: So, just to answer that, yes, I found yeah. out when I was in the in 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 the midst of darkness. Yes, I did. I found out the light of those teachings while I was in prison.
0: Mm. Wow, that's amazing. I love that. Um, so, so from um, what you stated, you did like, did you want to say, fifteen years? Yep. Yeah. The
1: to the average person, that's a long time. <laughs> hey, to
0: me, it was a long time. I, well, yeah. Well.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, to me, to me, it was a long time, man. You know, mm-hmm. hey, you know speaking about that, that's crazy that you said that, but you know, while you doing it, it's mad long. It's long. But I can remember I never forget the day that I got out, mm. and that's true. I, I laugh because even though I can remember certain times in, in prison, but the two days you never forget is the day you go in and the day you go out. That's like for real. Yeah, it's a bliss. I don't think um, when I came home. Don't get me wrong. I came home. I I, I, I had never tried. Uh, I had never tried. Um, I wanted some Siroc. I wanted some uh, Patron. I did that. I, I I I hadn't heard about no Kush. I did that. Okay. Let me, let me, I need me to smoke some Kush. I did those things. And the reason why I love to uh, share this with people is because I don't want you to think just because you see a bow tie and a suit that this is going to that that alone, that image gonna save you because it's not.
2: Yeah. No. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that's that's that that's a that's an a that's a that's a that's an adornment to be able to dress up and look nice, you know, that's an adornment, but the reward, the 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 real um fight is behind that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Behind the bow tie and the suit, or how you see the sisters covered up, you know, and I like to tell people that even though I was serving on the teachings and feeding on the teachings mm-hmm. when I was in prison when I came home, the reality of it is, is I'm still a human being.
2: Yeah.
1: So things are still there, urges are still there, you know. Um, and those things. And, and some people look at that in themselves and say, well, I'm not worthy. But you are, though. You are worthy. You see yes. yourself stumbling. You see yourself uh, doing things you, you know you're not supposed to do. Does that mean that God loves you any less? No, he's, he's not. He's not pleased. But God is very merciful.
0: Yes, he is. And God
1: understands the condition that we were put in. So he gives us the opportunity and time to correct ourselves even when we fall so i like to say that part because i don't want people like you know some people be afraid to speak to people that when they see brothers they see the fruit oh man you know i ain't ready man or uh, i'm still doing this and that Mm -hmm. and a lot of our people are afraid because they're feeling like i don't want to do that until i'm all the way ready and i always tell people all the time what does that mean like,
0: exactly. What do you mean
1: exactly. with, when you're all the way ready? Like, what does that mean? You know. And I tell them, you know, it's a it, that that's a misunderstanding of how life has shaped us.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know. So it, that's why it's important. And as long as as long as um we see what we are here and what we have to do out here, it's like man, you know how the minister Farrakhan said that the, the work is never done. He said it's never done. So we shouldn't look, we shouldn't have in our mind, oh, when the work is done or when it's over, I'm a it's not, it's I mean, you are just passing through. Exactly. You're just, you're just passing through. So whatever you're getting downloaded with, you got, I mean, in your experiences, however it can better other people, I think that's the that's that's what that's 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 the feeling that uh that we're looking for, you know.
0: Exactly. well myself. Yeah. And you 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 just brought up how um, in a way and again that is because the way we've been shaped right um, we find a way to make an excuse to kind of, to, to better ourselves right in a way Thanks. or things that we know we need to do but don't do it right so. I know that um, that it can be an example just with, let me say, uh, you know, someone, you know, wanting to stop smoking or stop drinking. Right. Like, y- you know that this is something that you need to do. Right. You know, for yourself. Right. And what is right. But you want to hold off on doing it because of the excuse that you're making in your mind. Right. like not saying that you know I mean we really don't have a lot of time Right. so just, we shouldn't we shouldn't make excuses excuse when it comes to things that we know that needs to be done just like you said okay. the work is never done Right. so we have to continue and continue to put in that work and within us putting in that work um, we have to I would say
1: sacrifice some of the things that we are doing so we right. can be better. You know what? Um, on that note, I, I get people that ask me that. I get I get brothers that ask me some that I grew up with
2: mm-hmm.
1: and some just random brothers that are DMing and be like, hey, you know, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Um, Which I'm not, you know, I, I'm not looking at it from a higher position myself because, again, we're all Having those vices, whatever your vices may be. So, when brothers are hitting me up or DMing me and saying, "Man, you know, I want to change. I want to do this. I want to do that." Well, one thing I can, one thing that I I let them know is, well, if it you know, because they can be sincere, have okay. great intentions on doing that. That's why it's so important um, with the brotherhood. And when you when you when you when you give brothers. Okay, what city are you in, brother? I'm in mean, so-and-so, so-and-so. Okay, boom. This is a Maz. This is a study group. You know, get to those brothers. And a lot of times, again, we we see certain stuff, and like you said, you know, we know we see things we need to do, but we don't, we we're afraid to change. We're afraid that damn, if 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 I if I start doing this. It's going to take me away from this. Mm-hmm. You know, so, we, so we're, we're still struggling. and We're still holding on. But it's fear. And 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 the Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan said that he said that it is not uh, the white man that keeps us in control. He said it's the fear of the white man that keeps us in control. He said because mm-hmm. he said the white man is, is you know, um, he's there. He said, but. A lot of times we can't get what we need to get accomplished because of the fear that we have we, we fear to get off the job we fear to man do something for ourselves or strive and struggle to say okay look i want to create my own platform i want to create my own entity i want to do this and that well it's going to be it's going to be struggle hell yeah it's going to be yeah. it's going to be hard it's going to be days you know you go with no bread it's going to be days where you gotta eat minimum. It's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be times where you're gonna need other people to help you.
2: Yes.
1: You feel me? So all of this is like we're afraid of that. You know, we afraid, we're af- we afraid of that, but man, that's why I say the minister, sister. He's 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 a fresh of of of, he's like a fresh of whale water.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, you hear you hear his words of wisdom, and you drink his words. No matter what condition your life is in, you know, you you may be doing good, you know, having some highs and lows, which we all have. Yeah, but being able to have him in a a, a recycle in your life, if you in the house and you just play him and you cleaning up and you got him in the background going, you know, tapping into that subconscious, tapping into your conscious, um. I, man, listen, I advise brothers all the time, man, look, fire come, man, you know, brothers, they see me, they say, man, we remember back in the day, man, you just, you changed brother, you know, woo woo. And I like to hold those testimonies and those posts. And I see that and I go over them sometime and I say, and they seeing it and I'm telling them, bro, you can do the same.
0: Exactly.
1: You can do the same exact thing, brother. Like, you know, and 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 to see that, and to see my brothers turn away from a teaching, keeps me on my feet to say, we gotta go harder.
2: Yes.
1: You feel me? We gotta go harder. I gotta continue to use um, the things that I've been through, and that's why my Brother Ben is always saying content. Get your content, get your content so the people can see, see, uh, the struggle. Let them, let, let, let them see you going to different places. Let them see the processes of certain things. Because in order to do anything of success, you're going to, it's it, pain is going to be there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Struggle you, is ordained. The struggle is, our, exactly, the struggle is ordained. So, um, sister, it, it's, it's, uh, um, um, it's, it's been, it's been some challenging times, you know, um, I have two sons, two sons. Um, I left, a, I left my son. I left when I got locked up. I was 19 years old and the mother of my child was seven months pregnant. So can you imagine? Nineteen years old, I go to prison. Uh my son's mother, she's young. You know, she's young. She have she's seven months pregnant and she have him and I go to I'm in prison.
2: Yeah.
1: So the streets, um That's why the minister says we have to be very careful uh, of what environment we set ourselves in because that, that environment produces heredity. And no matter what power or no matter what strength you have in you of good, he said that that environment can trump your good and turn you into itself. And when you think about that, that is so true because that's, that's, that's exactly what happened. And, um, you know, like I said, I did 15 years and, you know, I can count on both hands how many times my son came to see me during those times, Mm -hmm. the whole time that I was in prison and, um, having to grow up without a father, I could see that was, that, that, that was a big effect that, that affected him. Yeah. What affected me, it affected others. That's why it's so important. That's why the minister is always saying black love and, and the family is so important because families is what build the nation. Yes. You feel me?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So man, we come from some broken places, all of us. That's why the honorable missus Farrakhan say that. We never we, we're never supposed to laugh at another person's condition because we were all taught by the same slave master. Mm. And yep. I love that. That's yes. fire. That's that's Ooh. that's fire because it be and, 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 and see that's what I'm saying. Being able to say that we didn't we didn't we didn't grow up hearing that. I know, at least I didn't. I didn't I didn't I didn't get the opportunity to hear what I just said.
0: Yeah, me neither.
1: Feel me? Mm -hmm. I never heard when I was growing up. I never heard if they don't treat you right, what make you think they're gonna teach you right? I never heard that. Then I just think about I say, what if I could have, what if I could have been drinking on that when I was young? Yeah. (laughs) You know, Yeah. yeah, because you know, here it is, I'm 41 years old now, and a lot of a lot of A lot of things being in prison, um, I missed out on and coming home at 34 years old, I did a lot of reading, but I still was immature in a lot of ways, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because of that gap, you know, from 19 to
2: 34,
1: Yes. I get out at 34, um, most people 34 years old you know they've been out there haven't been in prison established they got houses they got homes they got careers yeah. they're doing this and i'm coming from from that at 19 and it's like i'm back they see me but behind it is i'm still 21 20
0: yeah you feel me yeah it's like a I
1: want to say like an adjustment like a, right like, yeah, like, yeah. I, don't and,
0: know, and I don't want to say mental adjustment but mental
1: Oh no it is it, that too it's it, yeah, yeah it's 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 a mental adjustment you know uh I remember getting you know going into the warehouses getting a job mm-hmm. I'm 34 years old and you know, at this time, I still had long dreads. My I, I had come home. My dreads were really, really long, and I'm in the warehouses with like 18, 19 year olds. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm 34 years old, so I'm trying. I'm just trying to get a job. I'm trying to get, you know, rock- start taking care of myself.
0: Yes, right.
1: And I'm seeing these 19, 20 year olds, and I'm just like, wow, you know. Time has really flew, you know, and I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm out. Um, I had an opportunity to go back to the street, you know. Um, uh, I had partners that was still, I got partners right now that still doing their thing, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't, I don't deal with them, you know. We respect each other, but yeah. we never, we never meet up, we never do those things, and, and it's not, it's, it's not for me to. Say that I'm more than them and nothing like that because I respect all of my brothers. But I'm just knowing, like that's 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 you know, if if I need to pull you this way, you know, I need to pull you and 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 share with you, um, so so you can really find that peace, you know, really yeah. find that peace, man, you, you know because because cause money i mean money is good of course we all need it but man the minister is a beautiful man he he's sister he's he lets he he lets us know he give us wisdom for every little situation in our life there's he an does, he does.
0: He does. <laughs>
1: you feel yeah. me yeah. you know so um i'm just so happy i'm so elated that i was chose to be Coming out of my situation in prison, and I found the teachings in that situation, man. That's man, I that's that's beautiful to me. I love it, man. Love it.
0: So, uh, what kept you with with you doing so much time? I mean, mm-hmm. what kept you grounded? Like why you was in prison? Like what what? I, mean, I we think you probably had the day, but like. Well, I mean, I'm a woman, yeah. and you know, I, I, yeah. I don't ever go to jail. I never been to jail. I know a lot of men have been in jail. My father is actually in jail, right? And wow. you know, I just, you know, and uh-huh. to be honest, like I don't, I don't know if that was the, that was what you had explained um, when you sent me your information, but like he's a, a repeat.
2: But, repeat, you know, a a
0: repeat a repeat offender mm-hmm. like just just he's been in and out of jail ever since I was two you know so yes. i just i just wanted to know just from you like what kept you grounded while you were in prison
1: um w- man you know what i i, I will i'm go- i will say um Even when I was unconscious, Allah was still... Now that I can look back, I think that Allah was holding me up the whole time. Uh, Even in my stupidity. Even in my facing adversity. Even in reintroducing myself uh, over and over and over as the years went by. Mm
2: -hmm. You
1: know, being in prison. Um, But uh, my father, you know, family. I, I can say my father... I always came to visit you know my pops always came to visit me and um, I think that was a part of of course you know he did my time with me and a lot of people don't be knowing that loved ones that are out here they do time too yes you know they do they do time too you know and a lot of times we don't we don't look at that Mm -hmm. but by me the one that was doing time yeah I can say that because I seen how it affected my pops when I when I went to prison and just through the years of just us staying together and building um, as we continue to just go through the years um but staying grounded I mean man I made I made I made wine <laughs> in my this was early on I made wine. Man, I did. You know, um, I ran with, I'm with the blood game, and you just be with your partners. You know, you yeah. have partners or whatever, and y'all kick back, y'all chill. You, you got gambling, you know. You got hustling with food, you know. You taking food from the kitchen. You hustling, just and working out. You know, stand. You know, yeah. working out. We had different, different. Um, they got, they had basketball leagues. They had. Football leagues—they had so many things that, you know, you, that you could, that you had access that that you could do. But there is a darker side of of prison. Um, dealing with, you know, um, things of homosexuality—you have that, you have a lot of that going on. And to me, it's like the institutions—they um like, promoted, you yes. know? It's like, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like a promotion,
2: yes. you know?
1: And, and uh, it's, it's, it's really, it's really an issue. It's really, it's, 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 and that's why the 80s, it you know, returning to prison, it's an 87 recidivism rate. Okay, and, that's
0: what the word was,
1: okay. Yeah, it's an it's a 87 recidivism rate mm-hmm. of, uh, of going, you know, to prison and coming back within three years. And, That's why it's so important to let our brothers know that do come home, not to be caught up, you know, going back, but literally coming home to um, things to do, things to stay
0: productive.
1: Right, staying productive, things, you know. And um, that's one of the things that I love about Brother Ben X's uh, digital real estate Mm -hmm. is that, you know, we're, we're striving to connect that with a lot of our brothers coming home from prison, you know, it'd be really good if we could get a, a line of a, a class where they could be taking classes for with the digital real estate while they're in there. Yeah. To literally get out, you know, so, yeah. uh, but it's so much, it's so much that, you know, we, we, we still having ideas of certain things. Um, but yeah, it's, that's why it's important. And I think that's why the teachings are important. Yeah. Uh, more than anything, because, you know, we can come home, and not be in the teachings and 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 by the time you know it, you know, you're back in prison, you made a mistake. Oh, I seen this money and I just did this and that. And I'm gonna be honest, like for me, just knowing that I was sitting in that situation, but I I, I had Muslims, I had brothers, I had good friends that I knew, people though, I really never really had no problem with nobody. You mm-hmm. know, I had scuffles, I had some scuffles here and there. You know misunderstandings and stuff like that, but I mean, then you got dudes that's gonna be jealous. You got dudes that I mean, we got on the same. We were the same thing, you know what I'm saying? You know, person might go to you might go to visit a little more than somebody else. It's it's just with our people, man. It's just you see so much self hatred. Yes, with our people. Um, but I, I'm a witness. I brought witness to this is what I used to get the final call newspaper this is what grounded me a lot of times we used to get these every week
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and I made a three year subscription and when the subscription would run out I'd get another three year subscription but being able to get these it soothed me being able to to continue to learn you know sit down with other brothers and and learn and 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 just striving to stay productive and positive. Um, you know, it's all praise due to a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I smoke weed. You know, I, I did. I did. I, you know, I drank, smoked weed. You know, so it, it, getting tattoos. Um, we. You know, we. I, I was a part. I, that's the, I was a part of that. Yeah. You know, I was. That was a part of my life. And the thing about it is. I just thank a lot. I thank a lot for allowing me to um stay committed. Uh, even when I came home, the teachings were in me, but like I said, I still had urges. I still mm-hmm. wanted to drink, I still wanted to smoke, I still, you know, hit I never went to the clubs and, you know, did stuff like that. I never that that really was my my thing, but like lounges and sports bars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's what I used to like to go to and I could get high and I could drink and I could go home at the end of the night and I can go look at listen to the minister and a lot of people say oh man that's hypocrisy no it's not because you can't tell me you know I'm not saying I'm not promoting nobody to drink I'm not promoting nobody to, to smoke yeah. nobody. that's not what I'm doing but I'm giving you the reality of what God was showing me through the whole time he was still allowing me to be conscious mm-hmm. of his man he
0: was still he, he still had you he still right. had a hold on you no exactly matter, no matter process. what was going on and I think that's with anybody honestly like you know as long as you stay in his word and you know continue to strive um, no matter what circumstances it, right. you're in he'll always continue to keep you close to him so, I like that. Sure. I like that. No doubt. So, I know we're gonna have to end this little shortly, but I do have one more question. Well, I actually want to talk about your book, Determined to Change. Oh yes,
1: indeed. I'm talk glad about you brought it up.
0: Yes. yes. So, I just wanted to know, like, what inspired that title, Determined to Change? Ooh.
1: Yes, ma'am. Um, rest in peace, Miss Cunny. Uh, I lost my publisher she was our editor she's mm-hmm. the one who helped me with the book um, uh, may Allah be pleased with her um, she told me one day right she said when we was working on the book at, at first we were just working on the ebook it was just mm-hmm. supposed to be an ebook and you know because she, she, she transcribed it I had a video it comes from a video that, that me and brother Ben X did My first, actual my first video with him in 2017. And uh, I had been out two years. And that's when I kind of ran into Brother Ben and we met and stuff like that. And, you know, my first interview was actually this book. This is what this book is. But uh, just to speed it back up, uh, when I was looking for a title, she asked me, she said, what are you going to name it? And I said, well, let me sleep on it. You know, I pray about it. And she's like, yeah, just. And I remember when I used to be in prison I used to have visions of the minister And I used to just say Man, you know I hope I'll be able to get out in time To be able to see him Like go to Savior's Day Or go to an event where he's actually there Where I'm able to see him And I used to always have a vision of seeing that When I was in prison Well, Allah all praise due to Allah yeah. Allah allowed that to come to fruition you know I've been to Savior's Day ever since 20 you know when I became registered in 2018 um I've been to every Savior's Day ever since you know um and my first time seeing the Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan in person I didn't get the in I wasn't introduced to him but I'm saying we, I was there and I was like on a fourth row when he came out was uh uh, the Family Summit was in Atlanta in 2017. Uh, and man, I cried because it was it was like Allah just letting me know like, man. So that vision that I had, it made me say, man, change is not easy, but you got to be determined and you got to keep tr- striving to change. And you got to be, I mean, you can't just be, you you can't just say, I want to change because there's so many uh, impediments and so many vices out here that you got to turn it up to be determined. You know what I mean? You just can't say, I want to change. No, you got to be determined to change. So Mm
2: -hmm. um,
1: when I came back and told her, I said, determined to change. I said, because it's an ongoing process. And she looked and she said, that's it. And that's why we named it.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. I can't wait to get a copy of it. I'm very interested, and like I told you uh, before we got on here, like the uh, the description that you had on there as far right. as darkness, right, to light, right, right. I didn't even know that, and that what that's what um, right. Just your just your story. From what I know, it just enticed me to make the title from darkness to light because of your journey.
1: Right. So, um, hey, I'm, 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 I'm thankful sister. And you know, it's crazy that you said that because <clears throat> in the theology of time, you know, the most son of Muhammad is giving us the Supreme wisdom of the universe and how Allah created himself. And when you hear that, you know, that language and you think about life situations from that creation, everything coming from darkness it means that every problem that we have comes from darkness yes
0: exactly
1: but, but it says in the in the in the in the darkness was light the light was in the darkness i mean that's in that's in any situation um so when i look at my situation i'm like man it was you know it was it was it's, it's, it's dark and sometimes it's still dark, like right now. Like it, it it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't no this thing carry on. You just have you just have a blueprint now on how to sustain, but it still carries on though, you exactly. know, and and the darkness is always there, you know. So um just knowing that creation on how God created himself is uh, like a like a small micro reminder for ourselves in any situation that we are that we come in.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yes. I love it. I love it, brother. Mm. So, I just want to thank you, brother, yes for, indeed. Asking, for being Likewise. a part of my podcast and sharing your healing journey. I am so grateful to have had you on here. It's been a pleasure.
2: Praise you. Uh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> so,
0: I would also like to thank my audience for joining us today. And if you are ready to be a part of this healing journey, please share and subscribe to my podcast and my YouTube channel, Supremely Divine. I will also leave show notes to where you can follow my guest and to order his book time
1: to change Yes
0: indeed So um, Brother Wimper Is there anything You would like to Mention To end out Our show today
1: uh, Yes ma'am uh, First I would just Like to say that uh, I really appreciate <clears throat> your, your professionalism I really appreciate Your courtesy Of uh, reaching out And following me You know And listening And striving to be A student Of uh, The life giving Teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad God had been taught by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, uh, um, just to know that you're conscious of that. See the importance of healing. Um, man, that's that's a, that's another sister. That's another soldier that we need in the world. You know, um, God is building a new kingdom, and it doesn't have anything to do with color or none of these things. so it's a righteous mindset. You know, uh, that we're, we're striving to get to. But we know that Master Father Muhammad said to accept your own and be yourself. Accept your own and be yourself. So we never knew what ourself looked like until we we're able to see it and striving to be civilized. And what you're doing, sister, um, with this healing process, with your podcast, uh, I pray to Allah that He continue to give you success. And being able to do that, and uh, for, for for everybody that uh, that is watching this, you can follow me on Knowledge Fifty Eight Forty Five on Instagram. You can follow me on Facebook as Winfrey Perry Determinate Change. I have a page Determinant Change on that, and also I have a YouTube page that's called Winfrey X. So you can subscribe to Winfrey X on YouTube. Uh, lately, man, YouTube been giving me some problems though. I mean, I, I went live. You know, I, I, the, the the page is fairly new. And I went Mm -hmm. live the first time, and you know it was a good it was a good live. And after that, I tried to go live second and third time. They just disconnect me, and my Wi-Fi is good. So, you know, they took Brother Benx page, uh, terminated his page. This is the second time they've done that. But um, yeah, we we're we're working, man. We're working. Um, again, this is my book, Determined Change. It's been out already about a year. Uh, I have another book that's ready, uh, that's that's in a process of being proofread and edited. So I have a lot more coming. I have a lot of more things coming. Um, uh, being a motivational speaker, um, getting I'm I'm fairly new into that. I've already been to a school to go and speak. You know, so uh, getting off into the detention centers and striving to get back into the prisons to let the brothers know the importance of these teachings. You know, we can't be afraid to. Uh, You know, try to sugarcoat. No, we need to let people know about the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the things that he teach because uh, we want our children to know this. We want our children to be able to have a choice to pick. You know, um, education. You know, we don't. If we say we don't want that education because we don't see ourselves in it, you know, we want. We want. We want to understand how the black man is God. We that's what we want. You know, we want to understand how the black woman is God. You see. That's, that's, the, that's the language we want to be shaped in. So um, as long as we know that, um, and that's what I strive to help to do on all of my platforms is to uh, express from my own personal experiences and testimonies that I've been through and share that and, and and strive to get other people and encourage them to share their testimonies and share the things that they've been through. Uh, in themselves, express the God in you so other yes. people can receive that because it's people that are waiting on uh, and Angelica Waters, it's people waiting on you, it's people waiting on Brother Winfred X, it's people waiting on Brother Ben X, and we have to be responsible to free them. So, as long as we keep that mindset, um, um that's, that's 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 what I'm about. So, um, I'm always liking oh, and this, this too, I'm always liking. The study guide, the self improvement, y'all already know. I, I go, uh, I go live with this, and I share this, and I invite white people, I invite Christians, Muslims, I don't care what you are. If you're mm-hmm. a human being, come on in. You, you, you are, you're welcome to come <laughs> in because these study guides are so important, and they're coming from a man who has never lied. He's never told a lie. He's never, mm-hmm. he's never put us in a situation where he has to come back and recant his statement. Everything is for the love of our people. It's for us and for humanity. So exactly. th- this is why I love I love helping him because I, I honestly see the importance of what he's telling us to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just a part of it. Me and you both, we're just a part of uh, helping him and, and and helping our people, so and helping ourselves. So, um, that's all, sister.
0: <laughs> well, praise be to a lot, brother. Again, I am so glad to have had you on my podcast today. You. Your healing journey is just so amazing. Um, I hope that this was um, inspirational to those out here in need of healing. Um, so yeah. Uh thank you again and thank you, audience, for joining me.
1: You yes, guys ma'am. have an
0: amazing day.
1: Yes, you too. Salam so Lakeham.
0: Well Salon.